Well, hey everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here, and welcome to the Redeemed and Restored podcast. We're all be coming to you every Friday so that together we can intentionally discover the faithfulness of God, which is my absolute favorite thing to do. Every week, I'll bring you encouragement to see God working all things together for good. From scriptures to devotional excerpts to song lyrics to personal examples from my journey through redemption and restoration. Joining this community on a regular basis, where it's okay to be real and throw off our masks of perfection, will not only encourage you, but will motivate and stir your hearts and just possibly leave you forever changed. In times like this, we all need to be encouraged as we face the challenges, difficulties, and losses of this life. So I look forward to growing right along with you in authenticity and transparency as we endeavor to find the faithfulness of God in our everyday lives. So take a moment to write a review on Apple so even more people are able to find the encouragement you're about to hear. Each episode is broadcast on my YouTube channel before it's converted and brought to you in this audio format. If you'd like to get in on the fun and giveaways at my YouTube home, join me over there at Athena Dean Holtz for even more encouragement. So hey, let's get started. So hey everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here with this week's edition of Regained and Restored. I am so excited to introduce you to my friend, Tammy Whitehurst, who is absolutely one of my favorite people. And you will not want to miss this story of not only how she shared a secret that the enemy tried to get her to keep quiet, and the power of forgiveness in her life, and that that's what it produced. Telling that secret produced a journey of forgiveness. You are not gonna wanna miss this. But before we roll this conversation, let me go ahead and give her a proper introduction. Fast-paced, funny, down-to-earth, relatable, Tammy Whitehurst has been described as a hoot with a capital H. She's been making people laugh from coast to coast for over a decade. Her funny take on life mixed with serious faith and soul-bearing conversation leaves the audience wanting more. As an author, blogger, and full-time speaker, Tammy Whitehurst encourages and challenges audiences to live life kicked up a notch. She's been featured in Lifeway magazines, Woman's World, Mature Living, Christianity Today, and many other publications, and is the co-owner of the Christian Communicators Conference, which is one of my favorite conferences. I'm at it every year. Let's roll that conversation. Well, Tammy Whitehurst, it is such a delight to have you on the broadcast this week. Welcome to Redeemed and Restored. Thank you so much, Athena. Just to be able to be with you is a joy. Well, you are always such an inspiration. Let me just start out with that and uh, just say that we would love for our, those who view us and those who listen on the podcast to hear 
just how God has worked in your life, just in the area of redemption and restoration. And I know you've got plenty of stories that you could share with us, but why don't you just share your favorite redemption and restoration story to just encourage those who are with us today? Redemption and restoration. You know, when you asked me to do this, I thought, man, what am I going to talk about? And I could tell, I knew what I was supposed to talk about. I knew what the Lord was kind of edging me toward. But I, I thought to myself, you know what, Lord, I don't want to talk about that. But, but <laughs> God has a way of saying, you know what, that's what I want you to talk about today. And so this is something that I, that I do talk about from time to time. And it seems like when I do talk about it, it helps. And so when it comes to redemption and restoration, I'm going to tell you the enemy wants us to feel like that we're the only person who's had a, who's had a certain problem. And I assure you that we're not. All of us have had those soul draining situations that um, the kind of stuff that just breaks your heart mm -hmm. and no one in life gets out 100 percent right. You know, I'm a person who I like things to to be perfect but I've had to learn as I've gotten older that perfection does not exist and as my friend Mary Snyder says perfection is not connection so I'm going to dive right in and talk about the how redeemed and restoration how those words hit my heart and the thing that God put on my mind to share with you tonight you know, sometimes we we bury secrets, Athena. We, we bury them because the enemy has whispered in our ear that we cannot breathe a word of that because we should keep that secret, especially whenever you're a speaker or a writer or you stand on a stage. And let me tell you, secrets will make you sick. So what I'm going to talk about tonight is a word that a lot of people don't like. And I will tell you that I don't like it either sometimes. And it's the word forgiveness. I think everyone has someone that they need to forgive. And before I get into my story of forgiveness, I will tell you that the hardest person to forgive is always ourself. As a woman in ministry, I have held women and just hugged them and pet their hair and listen to their stories of needing to forgive somebody. Just this past week, a woman fell into my arms and she needed to forgive someone who had violated her in a terrible way. And so a lot of times I will, I will look at those women and I'll lift their chin up and I'll look them eyeball to eyeball and I say, you know what? I understand that pain. I've been there and I've walked that road. And forgiving ourselves is something that is so hard because we have to forgive ourselves for things that we wish we could do over and forgive ourselves for being human instead of perfect because we like to look perfect. And so what that means is we have to forgive for good, mm -hmm. a very difficult thing to do, but very possible because the impossible is always possible with God. So as I dive headfirst into telling you about a redemption story of mine. I have several, but this is the one that God has laid on my heart for tonight. I was married as a teenager 
And I, that marriage ended in my late, well, almost late 20s. And I really the mid 20s, somewhere in there. As you can tell, it was so many years ago. I lose track of the years. Let me tell you, from diapers to dates to depends, it's a quick trip. But I have <laughs> I have been married to my husband now for 25 years. And I love every single second of that man. But I did get married a long time ago as a teenager. And we were just we were young, we were kids, and that marriage didn't make it. And we just, um, we, we actually were at each other all the time. There was no wisdom there. We just did not do things well. And we certainly didn't do a lot of things right. As a matter of fact, we did so many things wrong that I can't think of anything we didn't do wrong. But I can tell you some things that we did right later on. Well, you see, we share a child and we begin to live our life out with a child. And once you go through a divorce, the marriage that didn't make it, once you go through a divorce, then what you have to do is you have to figure out how to be better, not bitter, especially when it comes to children. So I was I dealt with bitter instead of being better, and he probably did too. Well, one day he called me and he said, Tammy, I just need to ask you to forgive me. That was a huge conversation, mm -hmm. and I had to ask him to forgive me as well for things that I had done because it certainly wasn't all him and it wasn't all me. It was all us, and as we began to walk forward and sit by each other at football games. And then there were weddings and all of us sat together at weddings. And then what I realized a long time ago was that I really liked he and his wife. And I thought that things came full circle many, many years ago. Well, about three years ago, I was laying in the bed and Davis and I were watching TV we're old school, so we were probably watching um, Johnny Carson. Everybody who's on there is dead. <laughs> but we watch it. We watch it a lot of times. Anyway, so let me keep going. So we were laying in bed, and I got a phone call, and, and it was his wife, who I can honestly look at you and say is my friend. I love her. They are very strong Christians. They are great people. God has walked all of us down this journey of forgiveness that's been amazing. Well, she said, Tammy, we are having a women's gathering at our church and we need a speaker. And the group tonight said, does anybody know Tammy Whitehurst? And she said, I kind of raised my hand and I told them that I did. I didn't tell them how I knew yet. But I told them that I knew you. And she said, they asked me if I would call you to see if you would be the speaker at our conference. Now, I thought we had, everything had already been settled. I thought everything was full circle. But at that moment, I realized how it truly was full circle. Because what she was, hey, that's the name of your book, Full Circle. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> 
what I realized was when she asked me as a woman, as a friend, as a person who loves Jesus, just like she does, to be the speaker, because you know how things are. It would go around and people would find out that I was married many, many years ago to her husband. And they work and they serve in the church. So I, I told her yes, and I got off the phone and tears just streamed down my cheeks. And I looked at my precious husband and I said, she just asked me to be a speaker at her conference. And at that point, I realized what forgiving for good can bring. Forgiving for good can bring about so many beautiful things. And, and you can see them because I have seen families and wives and, and all this ex stuff. I don't ever call him an ex because he will always be part of my life. We, we share a child and we may one day share grandchildren. And he has been in my home. I have been in his home. I, like I said, I love his wife. And that came, that came from a situation that nobody would have ever thought that I would be the speaker for their Christian event. Well, let me just say, whenever I got there, she kind of whispered in my ear and she said, you know, some of the people know here. And I laughed and I said, well, I expected them to. So we're sitting together and we're laughing and we're talking. And I could, I could just feel and see people who were watching us. And they just, that just was mind boggling to them that we could sit there and talk and that she would ask me to come and speak at her church. We ate, we um, fellowshiped, we laughed, we have prayed together. And I'm going to tell you, that is true healing whenever you can forgive somebody for good. I mean, he has forgiven me, I have forgiven him, and all four of us have a, have a friendship that we can call each other whenever there's an issue or there's a problem with whether somebody's going to pick our daughter up at the airport or whatever it's going to be, but it, it's just, a, it's a good thing. So if you're one of those people who is hanging on to something that so happened so long ago and Satan has had his hands around your throat and he has told you, you better not tell that. You better not talk about that. Don't ever say it. You know, what he loves to do is roam around like a lion looking for someone to devour. And if we feed him our secrets, that's exactly what he will do. He will devour us. I had I had a speaker tell me one time, oh, Tammy, you can never let people know that you ever were married before, even if it was years and years ago. They said that would be speaker suicide. And I believed that for a long time. And then whenever I began to open up about that and I began to help women who had bitterness that had built up because of things like that, I realized that that was nothing but a lie. And that was the way the enemy could have me hold on to a secret that I didn't want anybody to know. But when we let go of the things that the enemy wants us to hold on to, ugh, we can experience so much freedom. And when we, be, 
you know, a lady, when the lady that was talking to me last week, she said, I don't know how to forgive this person. And this person had, uh, I've talked to many women who had been through, they'd been violated sexually, uh, rape, things like that. And do I think it's possible for people to forgive somebody who has violated them sexually? I do, because I believe in God's word when he tells us the impossible is possible with him. I believe that he does what he says he's going to do. And my shirt tonight says unconditional joy. I don't believe that we can have unconditional joy if we have conditional forgiveness. Woo, say that again. I don't believe that we can have unconditional joy if we have conditional forgiveness. Whoa. Matthew Oh, Matthew 6. Can I just tell you that I've never said that before? And, and that's one of those things that the Lord said, I want you to say this line. And I like it so much that I hope I can remember it because I want to say that again. But, <laughs> you know, we'll, make sure, we'll make sure we do a meme of that. <laughs> okay. But, you know, Matthew 6, 14 and 15 says, if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others for their sins, your father will not forgive yours. I do not want to slide into heaven one day and for the Lord to look at me and say, you never forgave this situation or that situation. People have always told me that I'm that I easily forgive people, but I will tell you that in that on that situation many years ago, it was not like that. And it was very difficult. And it could have made us all very bitter people. But as hard as the situations are that we go through, whatever it is, whether it's a relationship disaster, a marriage disaster, a child who's gone wayward, whether it is a stranger who has taken advantage of you, a friendship that has gone south. Whatever it is, God is able and he can do what we can't do. When we cannot see a way out, he always sees the way out. And what it involves is turning our eyes upon Jesus. So what I really want to say to all of you tonight who are listening and who are watching is whatever pain that is associated with that situation that you have a hard time dealing with, all it will do is just propel you straight into the arms of the enemy if you don't let the blood of Jesus cover that. That is what can make us forgive for good. And as, as I finish this, I just want to say very few of us end our lives and say, I wish I could have offended more people. I wish more people would have been mad at me. I wish that I could have just stayed bitter. That is not what we say at the end of our life. What we say at the end of our life is I wish that I would have asked forgiveness. I wish I could have forgiven. I wish I would have said, I'm sorry. I wish I would have said, I love you more. So why don't we express those words while we're alive instead of in our last breaths? Because it will make such a a difference in the lives of people around us. You know, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. And it does not dishonor others. And it's not self-seeking. Love 
we can we can love others because God loves us. And I've learned a few things in my life that are worth saying. And then I and then this speaker is through talking. I've learned that people are about as happy as they set their minds to be. Mm. Um, People are going to forgive. If they decide they're going to forgive, if they're going to lay that, if they're going to believe what God says about forgiveness, if they truly want to live in freedom, they're going to have to forgive. I've also learned that life is what we make of it. We know what the beginning is. We know what the ending is. What are we going to do in the middle? I know people say that all the time, but the middle is where we make all the all the messes. And the middle is where we need the Messiah. Oh, that's good. He is always there waiting with open arms. He has been for me and I know he can be for you. And so never underestimate the power of Jesus and never, ever, ever underestimate the power of forgiveness. Thank you so much, Athena, for letting me just share a story that for many did not even know that I had ever walked through that in my life. But I do use that a lot one-on-one when I'm ministering to women. There are times when I've been on a stage where I knew that the Lord was telling me, talk about forgiving for good. And I've been up on that stage at times and I have battled him and I said, I don't want to talk about that right here. And you know what? You know, it's the Lord when it just keeps on and it keeps on and it keeps on. And sure enough, whenever I do break the silence and I do talk about it, sure enough, it comes full circle and I see why God wanted me to do that. So, well, thank you for being obedient because, you know, it, it's too easy to keep those secrets over there in the corner because, you know, to have to reveal things like that puts us in a vulnerable position. Someone could use it against us or whatever. But if God is prompting us That's right. to tell that story, that is going to bring some major freedom. And I just can't imagine the, you know, I mean, so often you think of all the little church ladies going, oh, I can't believe she said that, you know? <laughs> what are they hiding too? What are their secrets? We've all got things that it, when we bring them into the light, God can use them to minister to others. And I just love that that was so beautifully illustrated in your story, my friend. Thank you so much. That I had not forgiven for good. I would not have two friends in those two people who I love to pieces and who they love Jesus. We love Jesus. And we, we share our life together. We always will because of children that we share. So, Mm, so good. Yes. So if we have some uh, people listening or watching and they want to know where to find you, where's the best place for them to do that? Maybe join your newsletter, keep in touch with you. If they go to TammyWhitehurst.com and they can click on schedule and they can see where I am and maybe we could just meet face to face. That's always so good. Or Whenever they go to TammyWhitehurst.com, there's going to be a little box that comes up. They can sign up for what I call Happy Mail. I actually send that out about once a month 
And then I invite some of those people to come on and we do a Zoom call together. We just did one today, as a matter of fact, this morning. But I love meeting people, uh, sharing God's word with people, helping them understand what unconditional joy truly is. And they can also find me on Facebook where I have a devotional that I run five days a week. And I also have guests on there. And so if they want to be a part of that, go to Tammy Whitehurst Speaker. And they can get to me there through my website as well. But also a thing I want to say this. If anyone out there is struggling with forgiveness, please connect with me through my website and I will pray with you. Um, just might even pick up the phone and call you so that we can get through this so that you can run the race with endurance. Mm. So good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And God's blessings on your ministry. It is just so powerful to watch God work through you. And uh, I just grateful to call you friend. You know what? I feel exactly the same way. Thank you so much. And I look forward to, to hugging you hard as soon as I see you. And that probably won't be very long. It's going to be soon. So thanks for joining us today on the Redeemed and Restored podcast brought to you by Athena Dean Holtz and the Romans 828 Bookstore, a division of Redemption Press. I'd love to have you review and share this podcast with friends, family, and others who could use the encouragement. And be sure to check out my YouTube channel at Athena Dean Holtz for more tips and tools to help you find the faithfulness of God. So thanks for joining us today. See you next week for another episode of Redeemed and Restored.